the anime summit newscast is your favorite host of the most time the bomb it is february 5th 2021 and um valentine's day is coming up and i'll tell you what <laughs> it's like next weekend right yeah sunday um i don't particularly i just like real quick i'm <laughs> just like weird weird valentine's day tangent I don't particularly care for Valentine's Day. I used to when I was a kid. Um, and by kid, I mean like in high school, young adult, like 20, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I was like a hopeless romantic like that. Um, I was really into that emo stuff. Still am. Just not about Valentine's Day shit. But like, um, that's when me and Trisha started dating also. As corny as that is. Um, if you ever want to hear that story... I don't know, maybe I'll record it in a separate thing or something. I don't fucking know. But, uh, <laughs> that, like, that's literally the only reason I care about that particular date. I don't I don't like it when people rag on single, like, people who are married or in couples. Like, sometimes I'll see some bloated-ass comments of people just going, like, oh, well, just because you're single doesn't mean we can't have fun or whatever. Stop being so fed up and just wait for the right person to come along. It's like... That doesn't make people feel better. So, like, you know, and some people don't want to be in relationships. So, like, what are you, like, what are you getting at? You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking annoying. It's like, shut up. So, I don't like to celebrate Valentine's Day in particular, really. I'd really just like to do something nice with Trisha because, you know, we'll be, it'll be 13 years that we've been together on that day. So, yeah, dude, that's really fun, 13 years. It, I'll tell you what, it doesn't really seem like that. It kind of seems like six years seven i don't know it doesn't even seem that long i don't know i'm just so used to her fucking coming in the bathroom when i'm pooping or you know peeing when i'm in the shower like coming in the bathroom peeing when i'm in the shower fucking her you know taking up all the bed and basically just being a fucking panda and rolling around slapping me in her sleep things like that Anyway, that's uh, that's my thing. If you want to hear that story of how I met Trisha, then I'll fucking tell it to you if you like. But anyway, let's get on with the fucking newscast. Fuck. All right. First, we got some video game news, movie news. And then in my anime news section, I got a lot of spring reminders and new anime hype, things like that. And uh, we'll get into it. I'll take a break in between like always. First things first. Some video game news. KFC, they came out with that dating sim, that Colonel Sanders dating sim. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Apparently, they're doing a crossover with Lady uh, Dimitrescu, which is the vampire mommy from Village Resident Evil. Um, But I think some people are... Because KFC Gaming um, tweeted, yes, the actual Twitter for KFC Gaming and their gaming console... KFC Gaming um, tweeted it, and it's like a piece of art, and it says Colonel Sanders with the game's logo, and then there's a Lady Dimitrescu, like, 
But I think that's I think that is fan art, and somebody just put this together. I don't think that's really re- really real. But people are thinking because they tweeted it that maybe they were going to do something with it. But yeah, no, I doubt it. But that'd be really cool. Speaking of Resident Evil, Resident Evil movie reboot releases in theaters this September. The upcoming Resident Evil movie reboot from Constantin Film officially has its theatrical release date. Horror fans can look forward to it launching in September. We had a few new looks at the upcoming movie earlier this year, including screenshots of Raccoon City up in flames. And production has officially wrapped up. The upcoming movie, directed by 47 Meters Down's Johannes Roberts, is slated for a September 3rd, 2021 release window in movie theaters around the world. And the director said, With this movie, I really wanted to go back to the original first two games and recreate the terrifying visceral experience I had when I first played them, whilst at the same time telling a grounded human story about a small, dying American town that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audiences. Um, we have Kaya Scodelario as Claire Redfield, Hannah John Common as Jill Valentine, Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield, Tom Hopper as Wesker, and Ivan Yogia as Leon Kennedy, and Neil McDonough as William Birkin. So yeah, there you go. That's going to be exciting. I hope these are going to be good. Speaking of weird adaptations, not that Resident Evil is a weird adaptation because it's been done already. We've seen it. But just weird movie adaptations of adapting a game. There's a new action heist movie on the horizon based on Uno. And by Uno, I mean the card game. The little board card game that you go to Target. And you go in the little aisle where they have all the toys. And the toy section where they have all the poker cards and dice and board games. And you find Uno right there. In the age of gaming adaptations, an action movie based on the card game Uno was not one we were expecting to see. The Uno take has been confirmed with rapper Lil Yachty at the helm for an action heist comedy in conjunction with Mattel Films. Uh, revealed by Variety, Marcy Kelly has already written the screenplay for the upcoming Uno movie, setting up the story to take place in an underground hip-hop destination, Atlanta. While the rest of the cast has yet to be announced, the site does not re- does report that Lil Yachty, who is developing the film, is in consideration for the lead role in the Uno heist adventure as well. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That's... that's It's going to be hilarious. Xbox wants to team up with Elon Musk to make a Halo Warthog. I guess if anyone could do it, you know, maybe his company could do it. I personally think Elon Musk is a fuckhead, but, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, Ori Director, this is pretty interesting. Ori Director calls out gaming industry for lies and deception. As the landscape of technology changes to give gamers, creators, critics, and companies more and more ways to interact with each other, the conversion around overhyping continues to evolve from a studio's consumer-facing front to the media's takes on games as they come out. The topic of too much hype too soon is an important conversation to have. Moon Studio CEO and Ori Game Director Thomas Malhar added to this discussion recently, calling out other game companies for misrepresenting their properties ahead of launch. The, red, the director took to the gaming forum, Resetera, to air out a lengthy reflection regarding the hype train beginning with Peter Molyneux and how he handled the games under his care, then progressing further down the rabbit hole with games like No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk 2077. It all started with Molyneux, began his lengthened post. He was the master of, instead of telling you what my product is, let me just go wild with what I think it could be and get you all excited. And that was fine until you actually put your money down and the game was nothing like what Peter was hyping it up to be. I'm telling you that this is this is the exact problem. And then 
the hype becomes real with some people. They want to. They the, the some of those people will tell you that they weren't hype on it like that, but they were. They were silently on Twitter, on Facebook. Like obviously, their Facebook friends don't see them commenting on a Game Informer article or something, and it's like. Then the fan starts demanding things and demanding release and demanding this and demanding this, and then they put out a BS product. So it's like, I think it falls a little bit on both sides, and I hate to be one of the both sides bitches, but like, it 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 does like I mean when you when you start promising things that you don't have yet done or don't have yet, and getting people hyped for it, then they start feeling like okay, well, you said that you were going to do this, and then they start feeling entitled, and then they start demanding and demanding and demanding to the point of toxicity, and then then they put out the product because people are so demanding of what you originally promised, and then you deliver something that you didn't promise at all. And it's just an endless cycle of, of, of trash. And I talked about this years ago on my old live cast show with, uh, with my friend Joel, and we talked about it. We spent a whole, like, almost two hours talking about it, and this is exactly the kind of trash that needs to leave the gaming industry. It needs to get out of here. Um, and also, one way to solve that problem is to not have, like, Activision buy everything. So we should start with that, too. Speaking of Activision, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 are not expected to launch this year. With BlizzCon Online coming in just a few weeks, players might be anticipating release timelines for a few of Blizzard's upcoming titles like Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4. In an earnings call today, information was relayed that that may not be altogether surprising, but might still disappoint people. While I don't think anyone was expecting a Diablo 4 launch trailer, Overwatch 2 is another matter entirely, and it doesn't look like it's on deck to launch this year either. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I bet you it probably would have been somewhat like mid-2021 or even closer to fall 2021, end of summer 2021, if... The pandemic didn't happen, but, you know, that's, that's, that is what it is. Uh, Xbox 360 canceled GoldenEye 007 remake is playable on PC. Become a slightly graphical age James Bond today because he canceled, because the canceled Xbox 360 GoldenEye 007 remake is playable right now for PC players. The rare HD remaster of the cult classic game was meant to be an Xbox Live Arcade staple, but it was eventually left on the cutting room floor due to an issue regarding the rights to the property. But what's gone is not forgotten, at least on PC. Following several YouTube videos that were making the rounds on the internet earlier this month, with gameplay from the canned GoldenEye game, more and more people were taking to Reddit to share what they could play to share that they could play it for themselves on a PC emulator. PC gamers Andy Kelly confirmed those reports with his own playthrough, confirming that the GoldenEye HD remake is indeed playable for those that like using ROMs. The cancelled GoldenEye game is available as a ROM through using an emulator, not an uncommon form of revisiting games of the past, canned or not. As confirmed by Kelly, the remaster also used a toggle option, much like the Halo Master Chief Collection does, which allows players to toggle between the original graphics and the HD version of the game. Um, dude, I remember this, I remember this game. And I remember playing the demo for it on um, on uh, Xbox uh, 360 when I got my 360. And it was, like, right there on the front. There was, like, a – or I, I think – no, it wasn't on the front. I think I was just cruising, like, like, demos and stuff to see, like, what else I could get on my Xbox. And, yeah, this was it. And I think the face – it was, like, they were using Daniel Craig's face um, for Bond and then – 
you could toggle between the original 64, this version, and it would go between, like, fucking uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan and uh, whoever, Daniel Craig. But then, like, they took Daniel Craig out or something. Or is this, or is that even the same remake I'm thinking of? Either way, um, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But I think that game ended up being something completely different. But there is also, like, a GoldenEye HD remake version that somebody had made that has, like, online player capability, except the user interface is terrible. Like, it's actual garbage. And it's hard to get in a game, and the controls are really quick and fast and stupid. So, like, I don't, I, I, whoever, whoever made that version, I'm sorry, but you like, you also had to download like a separate thing on Steam for it to get it to work and stuff. Um, but yeah, dude, this is awesome. I definitely want to play this. Um, in the video, it looks like he's going through like pretty much almost the whole game, uh, and that's pretty cool. I mean, as gold, golden eyes. One of the first-person shooter staples, that's for sure. Um, but hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I spent way too long talking about that. So you know there's like a Mario, Super Mario Lego set, which you can find in stores now. But there's now a Sonic Lego set based on a fan design that's greenlit for production. Lego has announced a new set featuring the iconic mascot of Sega, Sonic the Hedgehog. It originated as a fan design submission on the Logo Ideas platform an initiative that takes ideas from fans and allows the Lego community to vote on them and route to turn them into real sets. The design comes to us via a 24-year-old Sonic and Lego fan named Viv Grinnell. So yeah, there you go, dude. Um, that looks hype, but their fucking Legos are so expensive nowadays, man. So expensive. Um, Code Orange on making a music video with a Kinect, an Xbox Kinect. So, like, I don't talk about music news, okay, like, on here, but, like, this is really cool. Um... This is, and I quote from the lead vocalist, Jamie Morgan. I mean, I'll say this. It ain't a fucking contest, but if it is, we are we were A1 first, no question, says Jamie Morgan, the vocalist of the Pittsburgh hardcore band Code Orange. Maybe if we were bigger, I wouldn't say that, but I'm saying it now. Morgan is talking specifically about Code Orange's approach to still playing live shows in a pandemic. They still get on stage and play their songs, but the audiences are at home. Using Twitch, Code Orange has been able to maintain a presence as a band in the pandemic through technology and forward thinking. At first, it was live streaming their shows, designing their own merch, things like that. Now it's DIY music video production at home using, of, using, of all things, the Xbox Connect and PlayStation Move controllers. Um, Code Orange, if you've never listened to Code Orange, they are super, super sick. Um, I really love uh hardcore music and the hardcore scene but yes they used a connect um uh to uh <laughs> to film some music videos and i think that is particularly cool um why mass effect legendary edition is a remaster not a remake uh apparently they're like changing a bunch of stuff in it also um, like they're even changing, like they're even adding things to it. They're taking out like gratuitous butt shots and stuff like that. Apparently, some characters are getting like a whole ass makeover, like different haircuts, you know, different facial, different faces, and everything. You know what I mean? So, it's it's pretty much like it's gonna be a whole new, different kind of game. I'm not a big Mass Effect fan. Uh, I'm on that haterade. So yeah, 
Atelier Games' Mysterious Trilogy Get Deluxe Edition releases, Koi Tecmo Games announced on Thursday that it is re-releasing Atelier Sophie, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Book, Atelier Ferris, The Alchemist and His Mysterious Journey, and Atelier Lady and Swelly, Swelly, The Alchemist and the Mysterious Paintings. The three games in Gus's Mysterious Trilogy in the Atelier game franchise in a new Atelier Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack released for PS4, Switch, and PC via Steam. Uh, on April 22nd, Koei Tecmo is streaming a trailer for the release. So yeah, it looks really cool. I know there's a lot of Atelier fans. Blade Marvel uh, taps Watchmen writer for Vampire Heroes' new film, which I'm excited about. I love that. I love the Watchmen movie. It's so great. And the Blade movie is going to be super sick. I love the original Blade movies, but since this is part of the MCU, it's going to be it's going to be pretty dope. Um, uh, I'm excited. And uh, Mahars- Maharshala Ali is playing uh, Blade, which is super dope. The Suicide Squad is done, and James Gunn says Warner Brothers never interfered. Um, James Gunn, director of The Suicide Squad, announced he's completed the DC Extended Universe film and praised Warner Brothers for how well the process went. Um, Somebody tweeted at him saying, how much of this movie will be what you want it to be? Warner Brothers has a knack for editing a movie into shit. And then James Gunn quickly replied to that person and said, the Suicide Squad is fully finished and cut, and I made every single choice and they never once even slightly interfered. They gave very few notes. They were usually good and minor, and I took them if I wanted to and didn't if I didn't want to. Warner's was creatively amazing. So, yeah, maybe they're finally listening to people and not, you know, fucking interfering with people's movies and shit. Um, so for those of you watching the Super Bowl, Disney is planning four Super Bowl trailers. What those trailers are, probably nobody knows, but I assume they're going to be for things for Disney+, Plus, Mandalorian, MCU stuff, maybe Star Wars stuff, who knows. But, yeah, so if you're watching the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. The only thing I care about, like, so, like, I used to watch the Super Bowl, and I used to watch football. Um, I don't really much anymore. Um, so, really, all I care about with the Super Bowl now is the halftime show and the uh, commercials. And I only care about the halftime show if it's an artist I care about. In this case, it's going to be the weekend, and I do love me some of the weekend, so I can't wait to see that. Here's everything coming to 2 TV this February, bitch. Um, we got 24 Redemption, Layer Cake, Unstoppable, Transporter 3, Are We There Yet? Beverly Hills Ninja, that's a great movie. R.I.P. Chris Farley, The Perfect Match, Where's the Money, American Hustle, Double Platinum, Still Alice, Texas Chainsaw, Urban Legends, The Final Cut, Annie, the 2014 version, uh, Romance, We Have Across the Universe, Lonely Hearts, In a Relationship, Romeo and Juliet, the 2013 version, uh, Seeking Justice, Wild Things from 1998, um, Angels and Demons. Oh, so these are leaving at the end of January, so, I mean, these are already gone. But, yeah, bunch of stuff already gone. Uh, hell, yeah. So there you go, TBTV. TBTV is free, by the way. It's free and legal, so. Uh, the Matrix 4 revealed the title for its movie, and it's called The Matrix Resurrection, which is in line with their previous movies, uh, the previous sequels, Reloaded and Revolutions. So that's pretty cool, and I'm excited for that. Holy shit. Shazam 2 confirms filming starts in late spring. Warner Brothers Shazam performed reasonably well at the box office and was widely praised for bringing new energy into the DC Extended Universe. After facing multiple delays throughout development, it appears the sequel Shazam Fury of the Gods is ready to begin filming. Hell yeah, I'm excited for that, you guys. I'm so excited. I still haven't seen that original Shazam, but I heard it was really good. I think it's on Hulu. 
Oh, let me look. Hold on. Shazam. 2019 film. Let's see. Uh, HBO Max. Oh, duh. I went to HBO Max now, right? Because HBO Max is a thing. Damn. Need a premium subscription to Hulu to do that. Wait, I got Amazon Prime, right? I think. Right? I got to watch Shazam, you guys. All right? Anyway, I'll look into that later. Anyway, there's all the non-anime news. Hope you enjoyed that. Let's take a small break. Come back with the anime news. Hey everybody, Sam from Anime Summit here, and I'm here to talk to you about matcha tea from tpaz.com. This matcha is uh, harvested from Uji, Japan, and is certified organic matcha. It's a healthy and organic stress reliever, cognitive boost, it's full of antioxidants, and full of natural caffeine to wake you up in the morning. Go to tpaz.com and use anime at the checkout to get 20% off, or you can go to um, matcha.animesummit.net, and it'll auto-apply the coupon for you. Matcha tea at tpaz.com. Boom, check that out for me, okay? Always links.animesummit.net. You can find all the goodies right there. YouTube, where to listen, all the social medias and things like that. Really appreciate it. Also, patreon.com slash animesummit. So what you get on the Patreon right now is uh, you basically get anything that I, you know, you get the episodes released early. um, So you don't have to listen to it with the Anchor ad. Um, You get... Solo cast from me, Danny, and Nick. Nick finally put out his first one. Um, I just released another one yesterday. And uh, Danny is, I think she's releasing another one in the next couple weeks. Um, These are podcasts that are just for patrons and they're just one host. That's what we call them solo casts. Um, Or we call them Somcast, Danny Cast, or Nick Casts. But um, they they could be anything you know anime reviews life things whatever they're just for you guys they're not for anybody else i'm never gonna i'm not gonna do one of those things where it's like oh well it's been like two years i think i'll release it to everyone now no 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 no, nothing like that there may be a time in the near future where i release one on the rss feed to like tease people with it like hey this is what you get um but yeah, also there's a couple exclusive vlogs on there right now that I've done, you know, box openings, things like that, other things and whatever. So I'm also working on getting better upgraded. So like with the Patreon money that I got right now, I'm going to be upgrading my computer. Um, I'm going to get um, things for my computer that will be able to handle uh, better video. I'm going to get a second monitor for more streaming because me and Danny... And I think Nick, too, hopefully Nick, are planning on streaming on a Twitch more, you know, playing games, doing uh, trivia games with, with with you guys, with the patrons and things like that. So, yeah, come through. I really appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's do the anime news, dude. Let's do it. Um, right? Okay, yeah. Yep, here we go. Pacific Rim, the black anime's first full trailer shows a new Jaeger and a new Kaiju. It looks pretty cool. Um, I think the design looks cool. Um, it is, of course, a CG thing, but, you know, um, if you're a Pacific Rim fan, you know. Obviously, Japan loves it. They're making a fucking anime out of it. Funimation announces Horimiya TV anime's English dub. Uh, Marissa Duran is playing Kyoko Hori. Uh, Alejandro Saab is playing Izumi Miyamura. Uh, Zeno Robinson is playing Toru Ishikawa. Uh, Anairis Quinones is playing Yuki Ishikawa. And uh, Y Chang is playing Shu Iura. And then, of course, we also have Belshebar Rusape as Kakeru Sengoku. Jalitza Delgado as Remy. 
uh, Ayasaki and Celeste Perez as Kono Sakura. So yeah, there we go, man. I love this show and I'm catching up on it later. And it's just a really adorable show. It's like, I, I really like it. So Netflix streams final episodes of Pokemon Journeys anime in US on March 5th. So the final episodes of this season of Pokemon will be coming out on Netflix on March 5th. Funimation announces Skate the Infinity anime dub. We have Matt Shipman as Reki, Howard uh, Wong as Langa, uh, Rai. I can't even see his name. Hold on a second. They like did it in graffiti and they wrote it too close together. Uh, Rai McCann as Mia, uh, Chris Guerrero as Shadow, Damon Mills as Cherry Blossom, Jonah Scott as Joe, David Wald as Adam, Brandon Johnson as Tadashi. Yeah, this is another show I like too. I'm going to catch up on that. I might let it go for a couple weeks and then catch up on it. The World Ends With You anime. So here's some spring hype coming up. The World Ends With You anime reveals new video, opening themes, rapper visual, and April 9th. So that is for spring. Another spring anime, Mars is Red TV anime, April 5th debut. Um, This is the one with the vampires and Code Zero. It takes place in 1923. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Toronto Comics Arts Festival to hold virtual event in May. The Toronto Comics Arts Festival announced on Monday that it will hold a virtual event on May 8th to the 15th. Uh, TCAF is organizing the event in collaboration with Canzine and the Toronto Hand-Eye Society. Applications to exhibit at TCAF 2021 are open until March 3rd. Aspiring exhibitors will have the choice to apply for TCAF, Canzine, or Comics Cross Games. Accepted exhibitors will have a customizable online shop page on the TCAF website during the event. The event will host 600 virtual exhibitors and will also host Q&A workshops and talks. Um, There you go. So they canceled their 2020 uh, over concerns of COVID, of course. Uh, E-Icecreen television anime with a April premiere. So this is basically Banania, except... It's a little, it's it's this little bears and ice cream cones, instead of a cat in a banana. So that's exciting for me. Uh, Ajin Demihuman, the manga is ending. It has reached its climax on January seventh. Um, so yeah, there you go. If you're reading Ajin, there you go. The final compiled book will be the seventeenth volume on May seventh. Amazon Prime Video adds Lupin the Third, the mystery of Mamo anime film. Uh, there you go. So if you got Amazon Prime, boom. Though Snow White notes, anime reveals more cast, song artist, April 2nd premiere. Um, this is an anime about... Um, I forgot the name of that instrument, and I feel terrible for not knowing what it is. Uh, hold on, let's see if I can find it. And toilet and you go host season will be around first glance. The Shamisen. My bad. It's about a guy who learns to play the Shamisen and gets into the world of, you know, playing concerts and stuff like that. So yeah, there you go. Uh Levi's is selling official Misty cosplay outfit, other Pokemon apparel. The Levi's clothing brand will be releasing a line of Pokemon apparel worldwide on its online store on February 15th, including a cosplay outfit inspired by Misty. The collaboration commemorates the 25th anniversary of the Pokemon series. Remember that it's turning 25 this year, so there's going to be a bunch of Pokemon shit happening, so I'll make sure I keep you guys updated on all of that as much as I can. 
Thunderbolt Fantasy Season 3 announces more cast in April 3rd premiere, some more April hype. I gotta catch up with Season 2 on this, but I'm so fucking hyped for Thunderbolt Fantasy 3, man. I love Thunderbolt Fantasy. It's the best anime ever. You think me and Nick are memeing, but we're not. Like, it's literally the best anime ever. Fucking anime puppetmation. So fucking good. Jim Henson would love the shit out of this. R.I.P. the man. The Ancient Magus Bride manga goes on hiatus again. So for those of you wondering... Where's the chapter? The uh, creator is going on hiatus. The official account account for Kori Yamazaki's Ancient Manga's Bride, uh, Mahosuke no Yome, announced on Wednesday that the manga will go on hiatus again and will not have the 75th chapter ready for the March issue of Mag Garden's Monthly Comic Garden, which ships on Friday. So there you go. Um, manga company Comic Smart establishes digital anime studio. Uh, announced on Wednesday that it has established the digital animation studio Kujira. The Japanese word for whale, um, but they're 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 spelling it Q Z I L dot L A. Uh, producer and production IG veteran Shun Fukudome is the company's producer and representative director, while Masayoshi Tomoya and Takafumi Okada are board members. So uh, there you go. Comic Smart owns the Ganma magazine website, which serialized Million Doll, uh, Otona Nobugo Yasan. And um, yeah, there you go. Comic Smart also partnered with Mangamo and Avex to release the Japan Sings 2020 manga. So boom. I'm excited for that. New anime studio? I mean, what's up? Bleach and Jujutsu Kaisen creators draw each other's characters for an upcoming fan book. So there's this fan book coming out, and it's going to be released on March 4th. And uh, Tite Kubo, or Kubo Tite, uh, the creator of Bleach, is drawing uh, JJK characters, and the Gege Agutami for JJK is drawing Bleach characters. So that's going to be cool. That's going to come out. I can't wait to see what that looks like. Uh, World Cosplay Summit to have a physical and online event this August. The World Cosplay Summit event announced on Friday that it will both have physical and online events this year. The physical event will take place on August 7th and 8th at various locations centered around Oasis 21 and Nagoya. Events will include cosplay events with photo shoots and stage events as well as a video cosplay championship. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, I thought that was an American thing, so that's why I read it. Sorry. But if, if they have an online event, you know, you could probably use a proxy, VPN, whatever. Um, Godzilla Singular Point Anime Second Teaser Previews Polka Dot Stingray Ending Song. Uh, Polka Dot Stingray is a cool band. Uh, they're a rock band. You should check it out. I'm really excited for this anime. This anime could be sick. Um, and also looks like we get a shot of Jet Jaguar, which is dope. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and it looks like it's supposed to be like, it's. A, I know it's supposed to be a Netflix, but it looks like it's going to be 13 episodes. And it's supposed to be like a comedy somewhat. The story will follow the young geniuses Mei Kamina. Kamino, a female researcher, and Yun Arikawa, a male engineer, as they take on an unprecedented threat with their companions. So yeah, there you go. Sonic Prime 3D animated series to stream on Netflix in 2022. Uh, so yeah, the Netflix teases that the story will center on Sonic's adventure in a large, strange new multiverse. Sonic will set out to save the universe while saving his own journey of self-discovery and redemption. So yeah, there you go. I mean, the world and chronology of Sonic is really weird, so I mean, who fucking knows? It's like Mario, you know, you don't fucking know. But um, here's the last piece of news. Bushy Road to announce Joran, the Princess of Snow and Blood, original TV anime project on February 9th. If you don't know who Bushy Road is, they are a company that owns a lot of multimedia stuff. Um, 
they're kind of a shit company. Uh, but they, so they do all of the card fight Vanguard anime. They print the game as well. They did future card buddy fight anime. They printed the game for that as well. Um, and they also print Weishwartz. Um, so that's why a lot of the times when you see, um, they, they're also producers for a lot of these shows. So a lot of times when you see an anime come to Weishwartz, it's typically because, um, they were a production, they were part of the production on these shows. So like Goblin Slayer is a sort of rabbit, or yeah, is a sort of rabbit, Magical Girl Nanaha, uh, Haruhi Suzumiya, a uh, bunch of stuff, you know, um, Bunny Girl Senpai, uh, yeah, the Love Live, Bang Dream, those are all in White Schwartz, uh, because Bushy Road prints, prints White Schwartz in their productions on this shit. But anyway, um, they also do, so this is going to be The Princess of Snow and Blood. There's no uh, info on it yet, but I'll keep you updated on that for sure. But there you go. There is the February 5th newscast. Thank you guys for listening every week. I appreciate it. You know, I love you guys so much for listening every week, supporting every week, and allowing me to do this every week. So, so much. I will always love you guys so, so much. So thank you. That being said, I'm Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.